guys, this is your warning. We do post up spoilers at times we're relatively offensive. We use vulgar language. So if you think that any of those are gonna offend you in any way, shape, or form, take your step back right now. Cause buddy, uh, this is not the place for you. Anywho, have fun listening to us. And yeah, this has been your final warning. All right, hello and welcome to another episode of Cinematic Anarchy. And uh, with me this evening for the first Cinematic Anarchy of the year is our regular crew, minus the obvious. Uh, tonight we have Mr. Omar. Yes, sir. Hello. And Miss B. Hey. I'm not. I'm not allowed to poke fun. My boyfriend at you. just got back from. Am I, Miss nah, B? My boyfriend just got back from the gym, and I'm just touching him. He's. Hard. His I, I, what, I, not like that. <laughs> His chest. I mean, you. <laughs> we are a uh, non-visual yeah. format here. It feels good. So, you know, all the, all we've got is audio to go by. So anybody that's listening to the podcast. He's all muscly. We're touching muscles here. Now she's touching muscles here. Mm. Nothing uh, untoward. Mm. <laughs> uh, and I'm not allowed to pay, poke fun at you, am I, Miss B? No, I, I don't just, give a shit. Just a little bit. I'm, I'm happy to see you nice and uh, sobered up since the last time we talked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the last podcast, uh, the, the Honey Bee podcast that I did with you. Oh, I know. Uh, whew. I know. Like the the liquor hit you all at once. Oh yeah. Well, were you guys celebrating the riots? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We were, we were talking. We were talking about Not uh, celebrating. Just talking about it. The riots and everything that had happened thereafter, and uh, like we got two hours into the podcast, and she was she was flying the entire podcast, and it seemed like the last ten minutes. She went from flying and just hit hit a wall immediately, and immediately <laughs> all the drunk happened at the same time. Yep. <laughs> like there was there was no warning, no nothing. It wasn't a, a progressive slowdown. It was just hit the wall, done. <laughs> yep. So, uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, this evening we are we're going to go ahead and discuss a fantastic. Uh, Vincent Price film, uh, based off of the book I Am Legend. It is uh, a movie called The Last Man on Earth. Uh, and this is definitely not the Will Smith version of the movie, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> no. Not anywhere close. This movie was very yeah. difficult for me to sit through. <sighs> Them low-budget zombies were amazing. <laughs> it, it was definitely... They talk. I watched it, I watched it in black and white, because... I watched the color version and it was just difficult to sit through. It was so boring. Well, I mean, but also I'm used to modern movies, not not shit from like the '60s. You know this this particular film. It was it was kind of a product of its time. It probably was fairly action oriented for its time, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, very what you said oriented very action oriented I mean if you think about it a lot of the movies back then were a little bit more drawn out they they weren't uh, what we have now the, the explosion a minute kind of 
film. Yeah, there was for a movie of that time. There was uh, there was some action. It wasn't bad at all, as far as that. However, I mean, those are things that I find funny, like the cheap special effects, the low budget monsters and stuff. Those things are funny to me. The not just dramatic acting, but melodramatic acting. Oh like, my God. Yeah, the overacting. Well, that's the thing of those movies, you know, from those times. People really overacted a lot. There wasn't the... Uh, I guess it was before the advent of the natural style of acting. When you want to try to be believable in your acting rather than dramatical and theatrical. Uh, Vincent Price, I think he only has two two facial expressions, scared and scary. Pretty much. Because he can play a very convinced scared guy. And a very convinced angry guy. And a very convinced scary guy. <laughs> but I, I feel like when you when you watch this film, he felt very out of place. Like, he was the only really yeah. decent actor in the film. <laughs> yeah, that too. Uh, Vincent Price, he's a fucking treasure. Oh, I, Damn it. I, I'm going to say, uh, everyone else like felt out of place. Like they, they, People weren't really quite used to the whole zombie movie thing. Fucking. Yeah. And people felt, yeah, I think they didn't step up to the challenge of playing a movie of that type like that. Post-apocalypse kind of shit. Yeah, they, they, they seemed like, out they, of place. It felt like, I don't know, they didn't know where to place themselves in a post-apocalyptic environment, because, I mean, not many post-apocalyptic environments had happened in the movies up at that point. Right. This was... True. This was a bastardization of two different genres. This wasn't just a zombie movie. This was them imagining if zombies had the same... Weaknesses as vampires back then. Right? What's with the garlic? Fucking yeah. garlic and mirrors yeah. and, yeah, the wooden stake. <laughs> it was uh, explaining that you had to put a wooden stake through the heart because the wood made it so that the hole couldn't close up anymore and everything just bled out. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, that was... <laughs> Oh, it was an interesting film. <laughs> the garlic for the zombies, I'll never get. I guess that was the original thing? I don't know. It was... I don't even know how to explain it. It, I, it was a bad film, all, all in all. I mean, it was right up there with the bad movies that I've watched. It is. You know, it's. it didn't quite get the zombie genre correct. It definitely didn't get the vampire genre correct at all. No. I think it's even hard to comprehend that both these movies and I Am Legend were based out of the same literature. Right, and th this, yeah. is, this is where I'm thinking to myself that I really should be taking more time to read during the whole pandemic thing, because this is a very short book. <laughs> it's not a long book. I could have picked it up and read it in time to do this podcast. So it's 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 like short story format at best. But, uh, yep, I will say so. I I'm very curious to see.
Because they said that this movie didn't get it correct, and then when they did Charlton Heston's Omega Man, they didn't get it correct. That's why neither of these movies were allowed to carry the actual name of the book. Because, because they were... They just, they just messed it up so bad. <laughs> right, they were just far enough off from the actual meaning of the book that they got it wrong. Like, way wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, uh... I don't know if you've seen a movie called Simon Birch. No. Uh, there's a... It's a... <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to describe it. I've seen the movie. I've read the book. It's a, it's a John Irving book called A Prayer for Owen Meany. Uh, and the movie was so bad that John Irving refused to allow them to use the name of his book. So some authors will do that. They'll purchase the rights to make the movie. And they're like, no, I don't want you to... That's bad. You did a bad job. I don't like this. I don't want you to use my name. Don't use my name. Don't use my book. Just don't. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to be associated Fucking, with this um, shit. What was it? I, uh, I want to say it was like seven, eight, uh, I don't know, six or seven years ago. Fucking. <clears throat> I, um, I had emailed the author that wrote the books that I named Winter after. And I was waiting for... The, the movie to come out because like the, the rice had been sold and re-optioned several times and the author got back to me and they were like it doesn't look like the movie's going to be made anytime soon probably it's going to be made after like the, the spin-off of Eleven and Winter when they're older but I just my heart dropped when the author emailed me back the next morning and was talking yeah. about the story and shit it was just ah! yeah. so exciting but no I get that whole fucking they don't want it to to be associated with the movie if the movie's nothing like the book. Right. It's like you got the source material. It's all laid out right before you. Why did you bastardize it so much that you got this piece of crap when you I had mean, a perfectly good book right different. here? <laughs> I do like it that you're able to have that kind of a say as an author, though, because the I, I can see a whole bunch of craziness and nonsense being made just to make money and nothing to do with the book originally right it's it based off of a story by you know john irving or something i don't know what the name of the author is that did uh winter's book speaking of books guess what i ordered today what did you order today the earth treader oh nice mm -hmm. i found it on amazon i'm like yeah you know what Guess what I'm getting? <laughs> That's fun. So I purchased. I'm super a, excited to read it. A hardcover copy of that. Nice. Support local artists. Definitely. Support the little guy, because most of us yeah. are little guys. Yeah, it's true. Support each other. I don't, have, I don't have a whole lot to say about this movie. It was just. The, the fucking spear through his heart at the end that just it was so anticlimactic well I mean you you saw I Am Legend that was anticlimactic yeah he blew too. himself up to save himself from the zombie to save this chick and her son from the zombies basically it's, yep this is sort of along the same lines I mean basically well they they killed him instead of him killing himself in this one yeah. yeah, you know, he he basically had the cure. He was the cure, and they killed their cure. 
right? Yeah, and then this this chick just walks away. Watch how he went down. She walks up, she looks at him, oh no, and then walks away. Like, it just... You don't understand! You never understood! Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, it felt really stupid. <laughs> it was overly melodramatic. Like, Vincent Price yeah. was the best acting through the entire movie, and the whole reason I was able to get from point A to point B... Outside of the oh. fact that I happened to have been working at the time and was nowhere near the ability to shut it off. <laughs> the only is across the room. And so I just let it play. <laughs> it's too much effort to get out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I feel you. <sighs> and I love the fact that Vincent Price ended up living in the home of the guy that... Is it his friend, like his best friend's home? So yeah. he did. He wasn't, so, yeah. he wasn't living in his own home. He ended up living in his best friend's home. So basically, his friend turns into one of these zombie vampire things, and he decides, yeah, "Oh well, I'm just going to live in your house now." I mean, why not? If it's yeah. better than his, especially yeah. Well, the way they made it look, he was like way outside of town, and his friend actually lived in town. Or in the city, or whatever. So he, his friend was closer to the supplies that he needed. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> exactly. So. But because everything was so empty, they did that just to make it look like more apocalyptic and whatnot. But uh, I actually, I'm, I'm watching the color version in the background right now. The uh, Ted Turner colorized film. Uh, <laughs> it's so bad. It, it, I should have just watched this shit in black and white. It looks like a bag painting, and you don't get the same feel, the same no. original feel that the black and white film had at all. Matter of fact, it makes it look too happy. Like a word. I don't think I would have been able to sit through the whole thing in color. Well, the black and white version of the film, it made it seem so dreary and dismal, like just dark. And when they colorized it, they just... It, as dark a film as it was supposed to be for the time, it took away any of that foreboding. Yeah. It you looked know? like The Sound of Music, but with, with zombies. <laughs> watching an overly not even good tan, zombies. Just watching an overly tan Vincent Price float through the room, just... <laughs> nah. <laughs> I don't think Vincent Price had that much of a tan. I think they colored him wrong. Yeah, they yeah. arranged them up. I don't think they know what flesh tone is. But, uh, yeah. All in we'll all, throw for... that, Throw that burnt orange there, it'll be alright. <laughs> Everybody needs to look like, uh, Hamilton. What's his name there? George Hamilton? George Hamilton. <laughs> Everybody just has a really bad tan. I don't think spray tan was invented back then. Could was it? Could you? No, yeah. everyone. No, I, I, people I mean, were probably, tanning in beds. Everybody. Yeah, they all turned to leather. Yep, George Hamilton basically looked like the leather man. Oh, <laughs> I've seen some of those. It guys. looked like he was made of Timberlands. The people that uh, instead of putting on suntan lotion, put on the oil. Like yep. I don't want to. I don't want to regulate how much I'm burning. I want to. 
I want to turn into a leather suitcase. That's what I want to be. Just let her rip. You know, they saw their, their <laughs> dad's old, beat-up, kind of cracked and worn leather suitcase. That that is what I aspire to be right there. That's I want my skin that tone. <laughs> you you see how those old car leather seats get cracked? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's what they look like. <laughs> yep. Right? Oh, it's it, the the coloring always the the sun damage always comes with those deep furrowed lines too. Yeah, like their skin had just been folded over and over and over and over. It looks horrible, but you got some good color in your skin. <laughs> <laughs> the texture, though. Well, it's like a, it's a human evolution. They're building armor. Just toughening up the skin. <laughs> yeah. Nice orange armadillo tone. You know, for a time <laughs> when armadillo finish. You know, for a time when most people were super racist, they all really right? wanted to be very dark. Uh, thank that's, you. That's what I believe. I believe the the root of almost all racism is the fact that people are just jealous of other people's tans. I, oh, definitely. I think that's the root of racism, right there. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Are you uh, kidding me? Fucking. Are you kidding me? Fucking. Have y'all not looked at Angela Bassett? This bitch doesn't age. No. That Angela Bassett. Uh, we were looking at. What was I watching yesterday? Uh, fucking Morgan Freeman's been the same person for the past fucking sixty years. For real. He's never been young, but he's like never aged. For real. Uh, watch Sister Sister. Yeah. Donald Fazian was actually in one of those episodes, like as a college student. He was like a, the head of a fraternity. And Donald Fazian looks the same as he did in that show now. Mm, I believe it. And that show was like, what, early Cause, 90s? Because <laughs> they don't fucking age. It's not fair. <laughs> I can't help it. White white people just age bad. We do. Yeah. It's like avocados. Hey, maybe you have those, a few that aren't that bad. Maybe those people that are leatherizing themselves have a have a point. I mean, you yeah, you might get skin yeah. cancer, but you won't look like you aged all that much. Once yeah, you, you will. What? No, wait, what <laughs> you get? You know how wrinkly you get from tanning too much. That's that's true. Okay, okay, let me reverse my statement. You get aged all at once. You're done. In Berlin face. Hey, how old are you? 40. <laughs> you look like you're 80. You do. You don't look a day under 80. You do. You're very used to it, On the upside, if you ever get stabbed in a mugging, you've got about three layers of armor to get through before you get into any major arteries. So you're good. True <laughs> that. So you're good. Uh, okay. Any, any final... I don't have much else to say about this. We stopped having yeah. something to talk about. The, the... This is like actually a problem. This is a problem for, for, for most of our podcasts about the movies lately. Is we, we talk about the movie for maybe 20 minutes at best. We're only 20 minutes into this podcast, and we've talked about the movie for maybe 5-10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think happened. next podcast. I don't know, I'd like to see a remake of Last Man on Earth. 
Technically, Omega Man would be that movie. If you watch the Charlton Heston film Omega Man, it was still along the same lines of this movie, and it was equally as bad. Okay, I'd like to see a decent remake of this movie. Uh... I mean, granted, yeah, no, it's really hard to make a decent remake of any zombie movie when the zombies are slow and boring and they can speak, apparently. Roger! Roger! I... Sharon! Come out, Roger! What? They're zombies. Well, they're... They're not zombies. They're supposed to be brain dead. They are brain dead vampires. They are not zombies. They're not even brain dead. They can talk. They they, they require blood to live. And the blood of yep. the living and, to live. Yep. And they go back to their fucking houses. Roger, why are you heading to my house? I want to make chicken. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh God. It is really. It is. Oh, I don't have any words for how bad this movie really was. He sucked. <laughs> I mean, bad to our standards, but I guarantee you, my mom would be like, "Oh my god, that was a great movie when I was a kid." It reminds me of going to go see a play on Broadway, where it's apparently it's very, very obvious that they spent all of the oh, money oh. on one particular actor. One actor. Everybody yeah. else is just horrible and you have this one actor carrying the entire show he's the one on the billboard you know vincent price stars in phantom of the opera you know and they're like well yes because everything revolves around vincent price and everybody else is like that person can't even sing what's going on (laughs) how are they in this gerard butler did the phantom fucking phenomenally what yeah gerard butler did the phantom phenomenally i didn't get to see that are you fucking kidding me? Nope. Do I have to watch that? Yes. Gerard Butler and this bitch from Shameless? Where? It's Phantom of the Opera! Where? Yeah. Can it, I see it? Hang on. That modern version of Phantom of the Opera was with him. Well, is it a stage player or is it a movie? It came out like... Movie. It came out like early 2000s. Okay. So it was like the... You seriously haven't seen Phantom? I have not seen Phantom, no. It came out in 2004. This is a problem, Christopher. This is a fucking classic. Well, I'm also watching horrible movies. Like, bad movies. Here's the thing, though. You you have to sometimes give the good movies a chance. We've been giving a lot of good movies the chance. Hey, we've actually done quite a few good movies this year. Yeah, we have. We've done quite a few good movies. And yeah, we, we did we did better movies than the year before. Well, last the first year was all trash movies. Like every single one of them was all just absolute pure garbage movies. I don't yeah. think we watched a good movie that entire year. Okay, so Phantoms on Prime for rent or buy. For rent or buy. It's worth it. Alright, so I'll have to pick it up as a rental. Why not? It's worth it. So, The Phantom starring Gerard Butler and, uh, what's her name there? Uh, uh I... Oh, God, God, I should know her name. Like, Emmy Rosam or something? Is that her name? I think so. 
do 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 Phantom of the I've seen yeah. Shameless. Emmy Rosen. Oh God. Yeah. I- I'm sitting here, and she I know nobody can does. see this visually, like outside of you guys. But my hair, my hair, like I'm, <laughs> hair. I'm doing yep. some kind of Reverend Jim Jim shit from fucking Taxi. That's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> a, a little, a little like Christopher Lloyd, just huh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go ahead. But, uh, and, uh, yeah, no, fucking Emmy Rosen's voice. Oh my god! So she can sing. She can fucking sing. Was yeah, it her? Like, out. really well. Was it her? That's the only question I have. Because there are yeah, movies that will replace the actress's voice. It was 2004. Voice. I'm pretty sure it was her. Yeah, you, got, you got a 50-50 shot still. You'd be surprised. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. You got a 50-50 shot. We're going to go on break. I'm going to look it up. Only to the point that you can go watch a pop star play live and you still can't be sure it's them. So, it's a recording behind the screen. They're just dancing and lip syncing. Shh. Yeah. All right, we're going to go take yeah, a... Yeah, uh, no, that was all her. That was all her? It was all her. Fantastic. Okay, well, then that'll make it a little bit more impressive because I didn't know she could sing at all. It's so good. Nope, no clue at all that she could sing. Uh, we're going to take a very quick break, and uh, we're going to listen to a couple of sponsors, and uh, when we come back, we're going to do some uh, deep, extremely personal questions, and uh, yeah. see how that turns out. Maybe. Okay. We'll see. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I'm, I'm glad you're still here. Uh, I'm glad that... You heard uh, that commercials were coming up, and you stuck around the 30 seconds to uh, continue to listen to us. We're going to go ahead and slide into a a game called Extreme Personal Questions. And, uh, oh, well, these are, this is where all the personal questions came from. Like, the ones that I got the last time were not terribly personal. These ones are actually very personal. Well, I mean, okay. Ooh. Okay. All right. So we'll start with the first question. What puppet? What puppet would you choose to have sex with if you had to pick one? If you had to pick a puppet to have sex with, which one would it be? I guess Miss Piggy. It's the only one with some personality. Well, you know, I'm realizing right now there's very few female puppets. Very few female puppets. Misrepresented criminally. That that, that aren't children. (laughs) You know? Exactly. I can think of like a handful. There's Skeeter and Scooter. Uh, I think Skeeter was the girl. There's the the hippie girl. Probably the hippie girl from the, uh, the Muppet movie. They had that that band. They had the band. They yeah. had the hippie guitarist girl. Probably her. Yeah. What there you go. puppet? I I don't even really know puppets. Puppets. It's... I like I know puppet. what puppets are. I've seen fucking Sesame Street and the Muppets and shit like that. But like, I don't know yeah. of any right. off the top of my head. Like, name a puppet that you'd have sex with. I I don't know. 
Not, not the first one that comes crush. to my mind is Oscar the Grouch and the no. Your puppet. Well, crush. he loves trash. So that's who wants to go live in trash. There was a female Grouch too. They gave Oscar yeah. a yeah. girlfriend at one point. He deserves a girlfriend. Uh, just not me. Yeah, I mean, I could. I don't know. There's not a lot of puppets that I could think of outside of that. That's like. There is a very distinct lack of female puppets. I've noticed that. There's a, there's a sexism in the puppet community. <laughs> there really is. Yeah. So. Okay, we'll, we'll just move on. I'm, I'm passing on you that. You gotta pass on that one. Uh, what is the dumbest thing you have ever said to a teacher? What is the dumbest thing that you have ever said to a teacher? Uh. Hmm. That's. Oh. I, well, that's, that's a hard one because, you know, everything is. is dumb. I, I'm sure that I've said plenty of stupid things to a teacher. And I can't but tell I you how many to... times I've accidentally called a teacher, like, dad or mom. Dad or mom? Oh, well, that's. I don't know if the that's most dumb, stupid, but a little weird, the, maybe. The most stupid. The most it was like a thing. slip of the tongue, like, sorry, mom. Oh, shit, sorry. Oh. The most stupid thing ever to be said to a teacher by anybody was said by Van Halen when they told the teacher, I don't feel dirty. Hmm. No, no, Do you I remember think... that song? Ah, uh, Hot for Teacher? Yeah. Yep. I remember that song. I don't feel tardy. Back when it was uh, Van Lee Roth. <laughs> well, no, it was always Van Halen. Van Lee Roth was the singer. It's not that he became Van Hager after. Well, no, they made, yeah, they made that. They made the joke that you had. You had the uh, Van Lee Roth version of Van Halen and the Van Hager version of Van Halen. And Lee Roth had me uh, many more hits, but a lot of people kind of, I guess, uh, hardcore enthusiasts liked Hagar better. I don't know. I don't know if I like Hager better. I and I love Sammy Hager, but with Van Halen, it didn't do it for me like that. Oh, it's like uh, it's like people saying that they preferred Genesis when it was headed by Peter Gabriel. No, nah, Phil Collins was Genesis. Phil Collins was Genesis. I mean, yes, definitely. <laughs> uh and, and by the way, I love Peter Gabriel by himself, but nothing compares to Phil Collins when it was to Genesis when it was with Phil Collins. Right when when the drummer headed the band. Exactly. We're making old analogies here, old analogies from old men. Sorry, Ms. old B. men talking music. <laughs> we should have that podcast. Stupidest thing that I ever said to a teacher would probably be back in high school when I tried to. Uh, half-ass a project on uh, basically the whole thing was uh, we were supposed to come up with a society. Basically, uh, we're supposed to start our own country, make our own language, basically make the government, basically do a whole thing. <laughs> and me and my buddy John half-assed everything so badly that we came back and we tried to convince the teacher that we... We, 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 we didn't half-ass it. I, let, let me... We... Really just did something waiting. that we shouldn't. We researched cuss words in like 15 different languages. And the main portion 
uh, the, the, the language that we came up with was basically a spattering of cuss words mashed together from different languages. <laughs> That's hey. great. Sounds high school and sounds about high school. Yeah, it was. <laughs> sounds about so, high schooler. We got up in front of the class and we literally we made our own language and we were we were talking back and forth to each other and then got kicked out of class for basically being idiots. Think <laughs> now, yep, go to the principal's office. <laughs> go. Wait for your parents there. So Nothing else. Anywho. Moving on, next question. Next question, okay. Okay. What sexual experience have you had that others might consider ta to be taboo? Cemetery. Uh, same here. I was going to say the same exact thing. Cemetery. <laughs> well, I guess this is not the taboo crowd. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I plead the fifth. You plead the fifth. Okay. Omar is going to plead the fifth on this one. Okay. <laughs> I, I am. We're going to... We're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we well, are. Well, that's why these are extreme personal questions. I passed by one thing that I think nobody would have answered. I'll, I'll tell you the question, too. What happened to you on the sluttiest day of your life? I'm not answering yeah. that. That's exactly... Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah... I think that there's nobody that's answering that on the podcast, so I just passed over the question. Nope. Nope. And I was a bit more. different circumstances, I might have, but no. How about no? Yeah. I, I, I was a big whore once upon a time. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, moving on, anyway. Well, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have done all my dirt prior to social media. So. What is the most degrading thing you have done for money? Panhandle. I never felt degraded panhandling. I did do it. I I, I I got. I wouldn't call it panhandling. It was sort of a. We need help with our bills. I I, I kind of looked like the people that you see out in front of. But I picked my places to do it. Yeah. So it didn't quite feel like what they were doing. At least not. You know, I'm not standing on the side of the road. Wearing clean clothes, I, I was selling my stuff at a flea market. You know, hey, you know, we're we're selling our stuff because we need help making bills, and uh, we put out a the little most... donation jar. You know, I yeah. wouldn't call it degraded, but I did cut some people off that still to this day don't talk to them because they were talking shit because I was doing that. Uh, you did that for money at the time, I think. Yeah, for money. Uh, <laughs> I was cleaning septic uh, septic wells. Oh. Oh, that's one of the... Okay, that could be like the dirtiest thing you've ever done for money. Well, some people saw it in a way that it was degrading, blah, 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 blah. And I pretty much... Uh, there's a few people I still don't talk to to this day because they were talking shit. Remember, at that time, my now 22-year-old was a newborn. Yeah. I wasn't about to let that kid go without because that's a job I wouldn't do. I ran half a mile naked. And I was for twenty bucks. <laughs> and I was up to here. I mean, I was wearing like a plastic suit, but I was up to here. So I, I did it. That would probably be the most degrading thing I've ever done, anyway. 
You ran naked? I ran, ran half a mile naked for 20 bucks. Half a mile? For 20 bucks? For 20 bucks. Nah. Yep. My body would have been worth more than that. Nah. It was 20 bucks at the time. At the time, 20 bucks actually it, it, it got me pretty far, and they picked me up in their car at the end of the block, so we're good. I would have opted for a bigger purse. <laughs> <laughs> for this fight, I think I should get some more. Like, thank you for the $20, but I have absolutely no place to put it right now. Can you hold on to it for me? Thank you. Let's, when we get back to the house, I'll put clothes on, and yeah, I'll take the money. Just casually tucks it between your butt cheeks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna be sunning my butt cheeks for two <laughs> uh, yeah. here's Go an, running. Here's an interesting, if possibly illegal, question. When was the last time you spied on a stranger who was naked and or changing their clothing? Never. A stranger? Because I'm not a weirdo. I can't I'll, say like, that... I'll spy it, on my boyfriend. I can't say never, because I've lived in situations where like I've had neighbors that were like very close to me so it's yeah. like you're you're passing by one evening and it's like oh alright well those two are staring. doing it with the window wide open it's not that I purposefully spied on them but it's like I happened to look out the window and, and caught the wrong moon you know <laughs> and then you were like oh the neighbor and then we're like it's like, and then, the, but this person wasn't a stranger. I knew these people. It's like the next day. It's like I come, I go across the way, and it's like, hey, Jerry, saw entirely too much of you last night. How are you doing? <laughs> okay, so this doesn't really count as spying. I was over a friend's house one night. My brother was there with me. Fuck it, we were just chilling with her and her sister. Fucking, I, I went out for a cigarette, and I'm just like, you know, chilling on their porch. And I look up, and there's, like, a guy jerking off in the window. He was spying you all. It was so fucking creepy, dude. I just, I wanted to crawl in uh, inside the couch and just die. When was the last time somebody spied on you? Okay. That's I can't... It's a different qu answer to a different question altogether. It's terrifying. It's rather disgusting. Uh... It's like, you want to go yell at him, but you also want to stay out of the splash zone. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, I just, I just went inside. I, I didn't finish my cigarette. <laughs> what uh, are you looking at? Lost your appetite for the cigarette after that. I'm good. Yeah. No, You're this done. was a long. That this was like before winter. Oh, that's a, that's a while ago. A long time you, ago. He gave you all the nicotine. What oh. is the most <laughs> irresponsible thing you have ever done while driving? The what? The most irresponsible thing you have ever done while driving. I'll please put them back. I don't drive, so. Well, I pass. That doesn't mean that you pass because you didn't drive. You were just in, you. You were in a car. All right, I'm the only one that's going to answer this. I will say two words: roadhead, and then we're done. All right. Uh, <laughs> probably the most the irresponsible thing I could have ever done. What while makes driving. it irresponsible if, if it was your idea while you were? It was irresponsible to get engaged in it to begin with. I mean, I'm not going to stop nobody. But if you're driving and it's your idea, then, buddy, you need some serious soul searching. Adult. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you're driving and then lean over into the passenger seat, that's very irresponsible. 
Here, can you grab the wheel? No, no, no. When you're driving and somebody just goes like, at that point, you're really, it's impolite to stop that from happening. That doesn't mean it's less irresponsible. Oh, no. If it's your idea while you're driving, of course it's irresponsible, sir. It's extremely like, irresponsible. You've been, you've been driving and be making suggestions like that? <laughs> so what? Well, By the way, the passenger, you know the how drivers? we could die a little quicker if you don't mind coming over here, you know. Yeah. How about we live a little and die a lot? What experience have you had where you were surprised you didn't hurt yourself? <laughs> where yes. Start. Oh my yes. god, there are so many things that I could mention right now that I should have been dead. Like dead dead. I jumped out of a third floor window being chased by cops. Oh, that's Yeah. Okay. That... Third floor. Third floor. And I fell like on my side. Nothing happened to me. I just kept on running. That's that's adrenaline right there. There's no internal bleeding, no nothing, huh? I mean I got all bruised up and it hurt when I was done running, but nothing broke, nothing, nothing. I flipped a car. Damn. Yep. I used to jump off a two story roof when I was like five, six with my brother. Just for fun, shits and giggles. Like it was our like uh storage container thingy next to our garage and like wow we'd jump off the roof fucking on a tire swing or we jump off the roof into snow and shit and i was a very small child i should have gotten hurt didn't oh no i was out when i jumped out of that third floor window i might have been at least 19 years old 18 19 years old and they were gaining on me and they chased me inside of a building which i didn't know the building very well so I didn't know what what was going to be the situation once I reached the top of it. It was like a six-story. You didn't so know what I you just, were jumping you know, into. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I didn't know if I what I was going to be able to do. So I just saw a window like at the third floor going up the stairs. I just jumped out of that. I I have one other one. When I was a kid, like a little kid, my uh, mother purchased me. Well, this this is a this is a big purchase for for me, and I'm gonna this is gonna kind of age me just a little bit. My mother for my birthday purchased me a tape recorder, big old thing of cassettes, tape recorder, so that I could record myself. I'm guessing these were my first podcasts, like way back when, before podcasts were even fucking popular. Yep. So I would just go around recording me and my friends doing really fucking stupid shit. And we lived uh, <laughs> we lived on what used to be the old railroad tracks through Georgetown, Massachusetts. Uh, at that point, it was a utility road. And if you go down the utility road, there's a little, little uh, trail that goes up a hill and basically goes over uh, a rock formation that they had to blow out to make the road. <laughs> I take this I take this tape recorder and I turn it on and I get out and onto the rock I did I tell you I was a dumbass when I was a kid because I am I was and I decided I'm going to jump because I'm playing Superman and I want to see if I can fucking fly <laughs> needless to say I jumped off the rock 
Oh, no, it wasn't Superman. My apologies. I was playing Mary Poppins. Because <laughs> I tried to jump off to see if the umbrella would catch me. That's right. And I hit the ground <laughs> below because Mary Poppins is fucking bullshit. <laughs> scraped up my knees, scraped up my arms, and the tape recorder caught every fucking scream. <laughs> but outside of just minor scraping, nothing. Nothing. I can't hear you, Miss B. I heard you I saw you say something. I can't hear you. <laughs> no, Super Chris, God of the Bush. I uh... So yeah, Mary Poppins is bullshit. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I can imagine a little like nineteen year old Chris just like jumping Oh, not nineteen. I was much <laughs> younger than that. Much younger than that. <laughs> I was maybe like 12. <laughs> this is 12-year-old. I can imagine just, you just fucking jumping off tall things with an umbrella. I said I was a stupid kid. Goddamn stupid. I said I was a stupid kid, not a stupid teenager. Stupid teenager wasn't jumping. Stupid teenager was Teenagers jumping off of other things. Kids to me. But those were usually drunken moments. So Teenagers are still kids. Teenagers are, are dumb. Yeah. For yeah. the most part. They think... That's the most dangerous time of your life when you think you know everything and you know nothing. Yeah, that one Dude. makes it dangerous that you really, you're really very sure that you know everything. No, not only that, you're, you're, about. you're convinced Ouch. that you're fucking indestructible. Well, I definitely thought that at twelve, obviously. Fucking, yeah, fucking jumping I, off I a can't cliff tell you fucking... how many times I should have died in a field, drunk, with a bunch of people. Yeah. yeah, I'm so glad you guys don't, were not around for the fucking Milk Street Park days. Mm. We'd probably be talking to you differently. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Because I've, I've heard you half bring it up a couple of times, and then immediately back out before saying anything. Like, when, yep. you're, in, when you're in the company that might know what we're, you're, what we're talking about, like, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. That. You half bring it up and then you're like, that's best just left there. We're good. Yeah, pretty much. How about no? Okay. <laughs> oh. Let's say uh, two more questions and I think we should be finito for the right. evening. What happened the last time you wanted to tell your boss to fuck off? Is that a good question to actually answer on the podcast? Talk about former jobs. Well, I've never wanted to tell, like, my current boss to fuck off. Okay. Well, it never happened at, at my current job. But there was a boss that I didn't not only tell him to fuck off, I punched him. And it, was, it wasn't good. I, uh... I mean, the last time I wanted to tell a boss to fuck off was Joy. This is gonna sound bad. Uh, joy over there. <laughs> was Joy. You guys know who I'm talking about. Yeah, definitely. I'm fairly certain she doesn't listen to the podcast, so, uh... Fuck you, Joy. Okay. Uh, this is gonna sound bad, because I'm... I worked for a place called Happy Tree Farms. Okay? And... This Great place, place to tell a boss to fuck off. Basically what it was, it was an organic farm, 
and this woman would hire people to come in and help pick the uh, local herbs and fruits and vegetables and yada, yada, yada. And so she was the kind of... She, she was a... Uh, she was a gay, and uh, she was the kind of, of person that would basically treat her female and male employees very, very differently. The okay. male employees, she would basically leave us out in the field, you know, drink your water, whatever. She'd take the girl employees off, and, and she'd go and treat them to, like, watermelon fresh from the field and the fruits and so on and so forth, while we're still fucking working. So one that's day, like, I'm sitting like here, and I... One day I'm sitting here. I got bit by a fucking spider on the leg. I don't know what kind of spider it was. I had, it was swelling up, and I couldn't find her. And she had taken the girls off, and they were. I was out in the middle of the fucking field in the sun, you know, and kind of a little dizzy. And when I found her, she was with the two girls that were supposed to be working with us. They weren't working at all. They were all fucking eating watermelon. And when I told her what happened, she's like, "Well, you know." suck it up and get back to work or I'm going to fire you. <laughs> and I told... And I, that's not what I almost told her to fuck off. That's what I told her to fuck off. I was like, no, I'm not working for you anymore. I'm good. I, I got bit. I need to go to the hospital. I think my, my uh, wife ended up taking me to the hospital for the spider bite because we had no idea what the fuck it was. How uh, old were you at the time? Oh, uh, this was... Ren was still young. I might have been like 25. This is when we first moved down to Georgia. A long time ago. So, yeah. That's the <laughs> yeah. last time I told Not the boss to fuck off. I'm sure there's other times where I might have thought to myself, yeah, you can fuck off, but I can't remember them right now. That's the one that sticks out in my head. Yeah. Because I legitimately told her to fuck off. I have, I've had many incidents where I've wanted to tell people to fuck off. At my current job, nobody I directly report to, but I've had the inspiration to tell somebody. But, you know, nobody oh. that I directly report So you're the person I'm going to tell the fuck off today. Good to know. Good to yeah, know. exactly. <laughs> been on the, I'm sure you've been on the phone with somebody to just... Yeah. I miss out. Oh, you God. are the fuck off What was his name? Oh, what was the supervisor? Not the supervisor. He was a team lead. And he was the go-to guy whenever you got somebody racist on the phone. Like, can you... Marcos? Marcos. He had such a thick accent. And anytime somebody was like, can you get me somebody white? And, and, the, and it's like, yeah, hey, well, hold on Marcos. a minute. Marcos, come here. And you put the guy with the thickest Spanish accent on the floor. On the phone. <laughs> yeah. And he will say once again. That's great. And Marcos <laughs> didn't put up with shit from anybody either. He was just, nope, nope. <laughs> You're dealing with me now. You got to. You got to. When, when they were getting on his nerves, it will start calling people "lady, lady." Right. Even if it's a guy, lady. No, no. He will say we will. He will say Mister, and he will say lady. Really? That's when you know Marcos. Marcos was about to tell somebody to fuck off any minute. Right. Oh, his eyes would just go wide. You could tell when he when he had just had enough. His eyes would go wide. Like I said before. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Marcos. He was funny as hell. Uh, yeah, he was a funny dude. All right. L what happened the last time you were embarrassed to be seen in public? 
Last time I was embarrassed to be seen in public. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, well, my wife is in the other room right now. I guess I can say this out loud. Last time I was embarrassed to be in, seen in public was in the mall. And I don't know what I said to Candy. But it set her off, and she took me down like six notches in the middle of the mall, like with everybody just passing by. And it was busy. <laughs> and it's, I guess she told you. Usually, usually when that happens, it's because I tried to convince her I was right about something that I definitely was not. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> I see that happening. So, yeah. I plead the fifth. The last time mm. that you were embarrassed to be seen in public, you plead the fifth? I plead the fifth. Aw, everybody's pleading the fifth tonight. <laughs> like, I'm telling some lengthy stories here. Come on. Got, but, I, have a, I had a wardrobe mal malfunction and my pants broke and I was hiding. That's embarrassing. I was not running an errand that I had to run. It was it's something I couldn't get out of. So it wasn't like I could just go in the middle of what I was doing and go home and change. I had to stick stick it out. What's the find find a spot, a conspicuous spot, and hide. I've had I've done that before, and it's like you always like find something to wrap around your waist, you know. We're gonna go. Yeah. We're gonna go to the, the closest clothing store and just buy something because I'm not walking around like yeah. that today. Uh, well, when's the last time you did something to be embarrassed in public that you don't mind telling us? Hmm. <laughs> Give hmm. us a story, Miss B. Give us a story. Okay, earlier today, I had to call my boyfriend's sister to translate for me because last time I went to the corner store to get a pack of smokes, the lady fucking, like, the she charged my card, but it didn't go through on the thing, so fucking, like, I checked my um, little app thing on my phone for my debit card, and it said that the transaction went through, so I fucking, I left with a pack, and then a like, a couple days later, it fucking sent me back the money that said went through. So I fucking had to go through this whole fucking, like, fucking half an hour standing in this little bodega trying to explain to this woman <clears throat> that she just needs to charge me twice for a pack of cigarettes but not give me two packs because it char didn't charge me for the last one I bought. Oh, and my she, God. So you were being and honest she, to her. And <laughs> I was trying to do a good thing, okay? And there was just a, a language barrier, and so I'm just standing uh. there talking to my boyfriend's sister, like, can you help me? And, like, just tell this lady in Spanish that the payment didn't go through last time, so just charge me twice. And uh. she's standing there, and she's nodding her head, and like, yep, I totally understand, and then just, just got this blank look on her face, and I'm just like... I need to learn Spanish. I fucking, I just, I want to crawl in a hole and die. I spent $200 on the Rosetta Stone Spanish software just to have a bookmark, basically. <laughs> how much, how much did you learn? Me? Yeah. I just told you what I learned. A he bookmark? uses it as a bookmark. Oh, uh, a paperweight. Sorry, not a bookmark. Paperweight. A paperweight. <laughs> you still have the book? I got it's it's no the Rosetta Stone software basically what it is is it's a 
SCD, I'm sorry, yeah. I There was a card that came in the Rosetta Stone software, and I tried to get them to replace it for me, but it got wrecked, and it was the thing that had the code that gives you access to the fucking program. Ah. Oh my god. So it's like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't replace that for you, but if I mean, if you don't mind paying for the $200 program again, it's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm going to get Rosetta Stone when we're done with this. Right. I need, I, I need Rosetta Stone to learn my own language. I barely understand English. I, <laughs> I feel you. That's what I need. I need Rosetta Stone for... English people that use English as a second language because drunkenese is easier to remember. <laughs> it's pretty easy. All right. Well, uh, that brings us to the conclusion of yet another episode of Cinematic Anarchy. So, on behalf of uh, Omar and Miss Nico, who uh, yep. I don't know about you, it's uh, the first month of uh, 2021 and I already want it to be over. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh no, it's been fun to watch. Uh, we've, well, we've I'm not drinking a, anymore, so. We, we dragged a little bit of 2020 into oh. 2021, and I would have rather have left it behind. It's been fun to watch. I want some popcorn, on, especially on Wednesday. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday the 6th was the day to watch. It was like watching Jeffrey Springer with guns. <laughs> I want... I want to watch in the in, in the in the the coming months the various trials that are going to pop up out of all this mess that happened from the insurrection on to uh, what I'm fairly certain is going to happen during uh, President uh, President Biden's Biden. inauguration. I want to see all this stuff yeah. because oh, Trump declared a national emergency or. Uh, yeah, uh, a state of emergency in Washington so that fucking he's trying to interfere with the inauguration. What kind of state of emergency? He's, he's declaring a state of emergency in Washington so that all the Secret Service agents and everyone is going to be deterred away from the inauguration. Ah. However, they there's going to be there's going to be uh, the Joint Chiefs of Staff of the military send the communication today and there go the military is going to be there well, i gonna, believe it it's going to be a lot of he people can there. get there's only so many of them that he can get away from that but it's going to be yeah. a, it's going to be a bunch of old white people are uh that are going to fight here so uh they're going to be handled very differently yeah. as we've seen I guess, I guess, I guess those people that went into the Capitol and are all getting arrested and losing their jobs and going under investigation now they're realizing they should have worn, they should have worn some hoods like their grandparents. <laughs> oh my God! Ouch! Ooh. Well, I mean, <laughs> let's let's be honest. I mean, if if Trump doesn't have to wear the hood that he should have, then uh, why should they? That's what that was their thinking. Anywho, karma, uh, karma is coming. Karma is just like acting on twenty twenty one. Trump is losing sponsors, losing contributors. Oh, uh, the whole GOP is losing donors. Uh, he just lost. He just lost uh, a hosting uh, for a golf event. It's 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 like crumbling down. Mitch McConnell 
Mitch McConnell flipped so hard on Trump, it's not even funny. Like, Mitch yeah, McConnell has decided he doesn't even want anything to do with Trump anymore. It's a little he, funny. He, he, it's kind of funny. He, it, I, I was laughing reading about it. Oh, it's it's... It's the mindset of any any Republican that wants to be able to keep their job uh, when the next term comes up, when the next election yeah. uh, for for senators and uh, the, you know, the a lot of them are realizing that look good. a lot of them are realizing that continuing to roll with this lunatic means political suicide. Yeah, to, to Trump, like, and everyone's complaining about losing thousands of followers, and it's just like, oh, oh no. You shouldn't you have expect? been a racist cunt then. I had a million followers. Expect? Now I only have nine hundred thousand. The fact that you even have that amazes me. I mean, yeah, right. Exactly. The fact that Twitter hasn't taken down your fucking page amazes me and concerns me tremendously. Uh, that this is, oh, that any Republican would say that that it's just time to move on. That any any yeah. any human that dealt with what happened. During yeah. that not, insurrection, not I'm gonna tell you this though: the silence of the Blue Lives Matter delegation is deafening. I think. Oh my god! I think personally that uh, we should gather on inauguration day and do the next uh, Tea Time podcast. Definitely would do it. I'm we'll not definitely should. drinking that time, but I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> right, we want to make sure that we make it through the end of the two-hour podcast without a big drop at the end. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> she dropped some big news. Right, I don't edit. I, I don't edit these things, so it's going to be in there. You're going to get to hear yourself. Uh, oh yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. Definitely. So, okay, so like I was saying, uh, on behalf of myself and Miss B and Mister Omar. Uh, thank you for sticking yep. with us uh, through even the the sloppy ending to this particular podcast. <laughs> right? So the, the, the Cinematic Anarchy podcast became the Tea Time podcast for like five minutes. And it did. And it was fun. And that's fine. To reminisce. It's, it's reminisce. That's that's not reminisce. <laughs> about last week? That's not reminisce. PBT to last week. That's PTSD. That's not reminiscing. We're having flashbacks. Oh Man, <laughs> four years Anywho. fucking bad trip. Dragging people out of airports, crying and everything. I loved it. Everything had a bad orange hue to it. We're just yeah, just ruined the color of sweet potatoes for me forever. Yeah, I Facts. still like sweet potatoes. Good night. I'm not a big sweet potato person. No. I was and still am. Okay, anyway, good night, guys. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> good night. Love you guys. <laughs>